Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. It's wonderful to see you all. Even if I have to pay, play peekaboo with some of you. <laughs> There's nothing to be afraid of. The odd thing is that people want more than anything to be seen, and yet they're terrified of being seen because they're afraid of what will be seen. And there's so much we want to hide, and yet we have hidden from ourselves that which is best in us. The real truth of what we are is that we are each permeated by a mass of bliss. Blissful, loving light emanates from all of us and fills all of space but we have somehow generally cut ourselves off from that. And we live in this shell around the energy of divine presence and love, in this shell of words, of narratives, based on a belief that we're not love. Because the self-image that we were given as a very dubious gift in our childhood was one that was not worthy of unconditional love, one that was not divine, one that was not recognized as the eternal Buddha nature, Shiva nature, Allah nature. We weren't seen that, but we were only seen through the filters of the shadows of the unconscious egos of our parents and then of society as a whole. And we have been contaminated by that because we took that as if it were truth. We had this implicit but incorrect assumption that our parents knew who we were. <laughs> but in fact, we were all born absolute strangers to our parents. And all they could do was project their own fantasies on us without having any idea of who or what we were. But we took that as fact, or we created an opposite of what they told us as fact. But it was some permutation based on those original curses. And we lost touch with the original blessing that was eternally present behind all of that in the real self. And then once you take in the narratives of the parents, and their fantasies about you, as if they are true, then you walk around forever afterwards in a trance, a fog of their ideas, their signifiers, their narratives, and you end up coming to preconceived conclusions in your life that will usually replay the same traumas based on the disappointment, the failure to connect, the lack of love, the superficiality and the egocentricity 
that you were given as a model. And this is the tragic condition, particularly of modern humanity. And the only way to break free is to recognize we are none of that, to clear the table, clear the inner space, and enter into the basic true mind that is free of concepts, free of thoughts. And in that emptiness, in that space that is finally liberated, you will feel an ongoing augmentation of the blissful energy that had been kept out until it overflows and dissolves the ego structure itself in which you are nothing then but the divine presence that is no longer an individual self based in an identification with some organism but is now the cosmic mind. <clears throat> it has always been that. Each body, each human organism is simply a portal for the one cosmic mind to flow through. And so each of us is that, is we are the source of all power, all beauty, all love. Everything that we're looking for in the outer world, we are actually that. And because the world, being a dream, has the structure of a mirage, you can't find it out there. Because what you will always find out there will be the shadow again that you took in as an identity that then gets projected onto the other. And so you know that famous Groucho Marx saying, I would never belong to any club that would admit somebody like me as a member. Right? <laughs> That's the double bind we're all caught in. Well, if somebody loves me, there must be something wrong with them, you see. And so it will negate in advance any gifts or blessings that you get. And we go on in this state of self-denying of the blessings of life that are available to us. And the only way we can get beyond this automatic self-cursing process of the ego is to stop the whole process of the ego and enter back into the silence of that moment before there was an ego, before there was any identity. And therefore, before there was any sense of lack, lack gets installed with the ego. It's part of the ego. The ego has the structure of a donut. There's always a hole in the middle. <clears throat> and it's always looking to fill that. But the real self has no structure at all. And so there is no lack and therefore there's nothing to desire and there's nothing to fear, neither one. And once you're free of this curse of desire and the other side of the coin of fear is always there, merely if, if by no other reason than the fact that you can always lose what you desire, when that is overcome, then there is love. But desire eclipses love. And so the history of human devolution is that we were once beings of love. And then as the egos grew, we became beings of desire and we lost the capacity to love. Now we've gone to the final level. We're not even capable of desire anymore. Like we talked about in the class last night, the LSD, 
love, desire, but the S, satisfaction. But the only kind of satisfaction humans are now capable of in the mass, there are exceptions, but generally, is this quick satisfaction, cheap and dirty, that doesn't involve any deeper relationship or intimacy, even with oneself, and certainly not with God. So everyone wants the quick fix. They don't want to do any work, no discipline, no process, no uh, attainment of self-mastery. People want their diploma before they enter into the school. They want the guarantee. They, they want the result without making the effort to gain it. And thus nothing happens, no growth happens. And instead, people have growth in their fantasies, masturbatory fantasies, literally. And uh, it's much easier to find uh, a, a pleasing visual image on the internet than actually get into a relationship with a real person. And so there's more and more of that. Failure to connect, refusal to make the effort to even reach out. So even desire now, we, uh, we have uh, lost, let alone love. And even now the capacity for satisfaction is being lost, even at that lowest possible level of the lower chakras, even that. There's a surfeit of that. It has lost its appeal. And so people need more and more dangerous things. They have to jump out of airplanes now and you know, play Russian roulette and do anything uh, to flirt with death in order to feel alive for a moment because there's no life left in the ego. And so this death drive that flirts with death is also bringing about massively on a planetary level the whole death of the species, because of the human spirit is exhausted. It's lost its courage and its willingness to break through its own shell and live fully, wholly. And it requires a kind of madness, the kind that Ramakrishna was talking about, uh, to break through that and become alive again and bring the ability to love and the mass of bliss that wants to be shared and transmitted to all of nature the rejoicing that our soul wants to be able to do, but is constricted and contracted against. And the only way out of that, again, is to be free of the vulnerability of the ego that is uh, protected by the shells of defense mechanisms and be willing to stand naked in reality, beyond the ego identity beyond the known, beyond any certainties that our mind can provide, and be fully present to the real, and live as if each moment is the last, not living for some future that will never come about, not piling up the amount of life insurance that you get, or the amount of money in a bank that you're never going to enjoy anyway, or whatever other things. Some people, they collect girlfriends. For other people, it's money. For other people, it's cars. It's whatever. But none of that is going to give you what you really want, which can only be here and now in this moment. That freedom is possible. But we must be liberated from the burden, the baggage that the ego is carrying. And the moment we do that and surrender to the cosmic self rather than the little ego self and the superego judgment that keeps on with its voice telling you you're not good enough and you don't deserve and you've got to keep on getting better and doing that or give up and just be worse and worse and get even with a world that didn't recognize you, 
because the negative superego is now even more prevalent and the positive one that uh, wants you to, to grow. And that inner voice that puts you down and that fear of breaking through and offering love because you don't know what you'll get back in exchange keeps us from the fulfillment in life that we could have. But the potential, the capacity to break through and be liberated is here right now in this moment. We can choose it if we have the courage to do so. And what is a spiritual community except a place where it's safe to make that choice? To come out of the shell and know that you'll be seen, recognized for who you really are and not judged. And where there's patience, there's perseverance, there's reliability, there's peace, where one can know that here is an oasis, where nothing is wanted from you and nothing is going to be demanded of you, except that you allow this process of growth, no matter how long it is to take, to continue. Because there is a, a certain amount of time that's required for the larva to become the butterfly. It generally isn't instantaneous. And so that patience and love that allows the incubation time that is necessary to take place is also an important function of any community. But, but the problem is that w those who come into the community demand the instant enlightenment of themselves and don't take the time for the growth that is required. So we must learn to be patient with ourselves and allow that process to take whatever time it needs to take. But to give ourselves wholeheartedly to it so that it does occur, that the growth continues. And to watch as the layers of filters and defenses fall away and how much lighter and purer and happier you feel until you reach your original nature, which is only bliss. And so I hope you will give yourself that blessing to achieve the ultimate liberation. It's your birthright. It's your absolute right to attain it and you have the power to attain it. You deserve to attain it. You have the capacity. And the whole earth needs beings to be able to offer the fruits of that attainment again to restore the human spirit and all of nature that depends on us becoming sane again. And so I hope that you will take the benefit of this opportunity that's offered to achieve your own God self once more. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world.
Namaste.